We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Gilmar. Gilmar is a friend of mine here. We are home in the the makeshift studio and um, at my office. And uh, Gilmar and I met through uh, a mutual friend um, who actually has another podcast. And uh, he is the producer uh, for that. And also just like a, a very talented videographer, very talented uh, just cameraman in a lot of ways. Um, and also has an amazing clothing line that he just launched. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, then you would have recently seen, um, I just shared a little bit of his business and the excitement of that. We come from uh, the same neighborhood growing up. And so just a really cool uh, mutual connection there for sure. Um, so yeah, when I when I reached out to Gilmar, I just know him to be somebody who is just always always open, always down to connect and, and, and share uh, who he is. And so I'm very excited and honored to have you heal, here, Gilmar. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for making the trip and, and showing up and, and letting me get to chat with you today. So thanks for being here. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to to see what you know what this entails (laughs) where this goes also i love this map we were talking about earlier and um yeah i looked at it and i was like how would i would never be able to put this up so i want to commend you for having the strength and and time to do this because this looks like a puzzle basically right that's what you said yeah it was like a wall puzzle and and compliments to my husband for also helping with patience look at that that can't can't leave them out yeah i definitely am not reaching 90 percent of that (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) but yeah for sure no yeah it's been cool so yeah if you're if you're wondering what we're looking at i am also finally recording these visually so you can check them out on youtube as well so you can see the map we're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so gilmar i have a list of questions i work through with every guest they're all designed at getting to know you your perspective your view of the world there's no wrong answers because it's you so um yeah answer as you feel led and share what's on your heart and uh, we'll dive right in yeah all right so i hit you off with uh, right out of the gate but <laughs> uh first one is who do you define yourself as you know it's funny because uh should we break the fourth wall here? What do you? Yeah. What do you, yeah. yeah. So we, we we recorded this, and a little something happened, so we got to answer this again, right? Yeah. So um, the first time around, my reaction to that was, "Damn," because <laughs> that's a deep question. Um, but I, 
you know, I, I feel that I have a lot of time on the road when I drive to work at different job sites and whatnot. And I constantly think about, like on the way here, I was thinking about, you know, I turned the radio off and I was like, I know Leanne's gonna ask me some deep questions. So let's, let's, let's regroup and see who we are. What do we think of ourselves? And I'm not someone that likes to talk about myself too much. Um, so I guess what I would say is what people said of me or what I've hear people say of me is, and it, good things always get back to me, which is great. I've never heard anything bad about me. So that's kind of cool, I guess. That's I don't really, know. <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people would say I'm probably the nicest person they've ever met. Um, I'm hardworking. Um, I seem to be genuine to people, which is nice because I try as much as I can to be myself. Um, but I'm also someone that doesn't really talk much, which is weird because I think in order for someone to like you, they need to know about you. And I feel that sometimes it's not the case. People don't know much about me. They just know enough to like me. Um, <laughs> it's which, not a bad way. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not bad, but um, yeah. I, I do value relationships. And mm -hmm. I think that's something I've been wanting to do recently is build on relationships and just meet more people because you know, I love knowing people. I love knowing someone here, knowing someone there, going out and running into someone that I know. I, I think that's so much fun and it's so cool to just be friendly with people. Um, and I would also say that I'm very open. Like I'm open to a lot of ideas, a lot of opinions. I'm open to trying new things. Um, just because before I was never really that guy. I, I think I, at some point I used to have opinions and I'd be set on them. And um, after meeting Anna, which is my girlfriend right now, I feel that she's opened my mind up to a lot of ways of thinking. So because of her, I think I'm now a more open person. Like mm -hmm. I can, I feel that I can be friends with anyone genuinely. So yeah. What about you? Our par <laughs> uh, Yeah. I'd say our partners have such a way of like bringing uh -huh. qualities out. Like a good partner does that. They're going to bring out parts of us that they see and they know and they go the rest of the world needs to know this part of you too and like help us feel comfortable in a way to to let people see that and, oh and yeah yeah every way you described yourself is is so accurate and true to, to what i know of you of of just being somebody that is 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 kind and, and easy and very likable yeah you're very quickly <laughs> likable that's yes. a good thing yeah that's very accurate yeah so yeah if you're listening if you're watching um yeah, if you meet Gilmar, you're going to be like, yeah, I just like this dude. He's just a chill dude. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. chill. That's, that's yeah. exactly what I and would say. And very hardworking. Yeah, you do. You put a ton into a ton of heart and a ton of hard work into everything you put forward. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. I think I got that from my dad. It was mm -hmm. kind of just, I don't know. He, he would say, um, I remember I used to not want to get up and do things. My dad's <laughs> like, yo, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And just seeing him, you know, come from... Sorry, I'm going on a whole different no, you're good. side thing. But, uh, you know, seeing him come from Guatemala, from nothing. Like, he, he told me one day he saw someone riding a bike. He's like, man, maybe someday I'll own a bike. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was to that point where he came from there and just made himself of something, like something from nothing and just seen him work hard. So, you know, I kind of remember that. And, and I saw him working his ass off, pulling 12, 15 hour shifts every day as a kid so it stuck with me and mm. you know it's like I, I i really um look up to hard work like that so why not why not take on that trait mm. my dad has and and um you know make the most of myself so yeah. that's cool i'm <laughs> sure he'd be proud to hear that like that's something you took away from, oh, from yeah. who he is yeah that's cool 
um sorry yeah to answer your question i was like it's yeah. not often people turn it around and ask me and, uh-huh. and yeah like you did you, you let the cat out of the bag we did have a little bit of a recording snafu so <laughs> just the, this first question we're redoing a little bit but yeah you did turn around and say yeah, okay not, wait not to make you look bad no but, no you know, just, you're good. no no oh my gosh let's like, break the ice <laughs> my many talents do not usually include certain aspects of technology <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's not a it's not a hidden it's not a hidden fact mm-hmm. um but yeah just to answer that a little bit more i guess in so many ways i would describe myself as somebody who um yeah i I process a lot of uh thinking and and in time of writing or walking and i'm somebody who appreciates any connection i get to have with other people um most people would probably describe me as one of like the most outgoing people that they know and why that is very true and i do love being around people i have also really come to appreciate just uh yeah just who i am and time alone to to think on that and to to write and to yeah to to process things a little bit more so yeah it's a running joke with like my husband that like if we go somewhere he'll be like oh yeah she's talking to somebody else and that's normal <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess i would describe myself as somebody who really deeply loves connection with other people um but also just appreciates the uh, the gift that i've been given and being able to uh, just think through what life has and hasn't presented mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes any sense but no, yeah. yeah so i think we'll go with that no that's yeah. definitely a gift to just be able to just talk to someone that is a complete random stranger and have a deep meaningful conversation that's that's definitely a skill that you have mm-hmm. and that i appreciate because again i've seen the episodes you do with different people from different regions and different countries and i'm like wow how how does she do this like how do you approach someone and say hey you know <laughs> do you want to share your whole life with me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah talk to me for an hour and maybe cry you know so it's yeah. it's it's very cool no well, i appreciate that yeah it is honestly i'm always so like blown away and i tell people this all the time when i'm like anytime somebody says yes i'm always like okay thank you so much like i'm always <laughs> yeah. like really are you sure like yeah it is it's it's really cool and i joke too and you know being in in the industry a bit that like you ask somebody for coffee and sometimes they say yes mm-hmm. and sometimes they say no but then if you say hey do you want to be on my podcast they're like yeah i'll have a public version of that conversation yeah. so it's really interesting it's just a really cool avenue to be able to like connect with more people yeah it's, it's definitely a good uh, a good trick Mm-hmm. got a good trick to get to know more people yeah. well you said that earlier your you know your your partner brings a better side mm-hmm. out of you um like how what's your dynamic like are usually <laughs> the one that's more outgoing like um, how's that work he is definitely like friendly and outgoing but mm-hmm. like i think comparatively like he's very uh he prefers like smaller groups of people so like Mm -hmm. if you were to be if you were to like be one-on-one or within a group of like five or so people you would get to know him and Mm -hmm. but if you're like at a party with like 25 to 100 people he's like i'll be good in the corner yeah just come get me when you're done (laughs) (laughs) so like yeah i think that dynamic in that regard is probably more like that but yeah he's also very comfortable talking to people and i really appreciate that about him that um he's somebody who also really values other people and whatever that looks like whether it's a strength of his in connecting with them mm-hmm. or supporting a strength of somebody else's in doing so it's it's something i really admire in him so yeah that's cool that's so, awesome yeah because yeah. so you would you say you're more of the bumblebee yeah probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think everybody would say yeah that. <laughs> that's crazy yeah, so. yeah that, that's kind of how, how how my girlfriend is she's more of the you know she she's kind of an introvert at heart but she's very good at talking to people whenever we're in social settings she's the one bouncing around talking to this person that person and then usually um i'm the one that hangs back a little bit (laughs) but as of recently i've been trying to be the one that's 
kind of on par with her. I can't be up to her level. She has <laughs> energy that I cannot match sometimes. But uh, I try. You know, That's I try. Cool. Yeah. I look forward to hearing more about Anna. Yeah, yeah, she's great. <laughs> That's cool. Um, all right, next one is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite food? Oh, sh- you know, actually, I asked this um, this weekend when we went to visit Anna's grandmother um, up in Delaware, and we were just sitting around the the table having a conversation, and she we would start talking about food, and she was like, because I, I used to also uh cook so i I went to school for culinary Mm -hmm. um i didn't graduate i dropped out because they were trying to raise that tuition i was like listen man i can't afford this (laughs) but so i just i just dropped out but i still worked in restaurants for about eight nine years um and she asked me what's your you know what's your favorite type of food to cook favorite cuisine and you know i was i grew up eating mexican i mean not mexican uh guatemalan uh cuisine and because my mom would make it my dad would make it and my dad was also a chef for some time so when it got to the point where i was able to eat different things my dad would bring home chicken parm caviar a bunch of just things that a kid my age shouldn't have been eating but i was eating it anyway um because my dad had the hookup um but i i guess to the long-winded answer to that question is i would say french just because i love meats and vegetables that is my favorite thing like root vegetables and a nice I don't know, short rib, braised. Uh, I, I, just, I just love it when all of the flavors are are intensified by either cooking a steak down and using that rendered fat to then cook your root vegetables. And, and also just the traditional, traditional French cuisine I find very interesting, very tasty because it's usually not that many ingredients um, and it just tastes good and it's hearty and it's healthy. and yeah so i would i would say french cuisine but an exact dish would probably have to be i had this one really good uh lamb shank at this restaurant called agricola okay in princeton um they had this it was like lamb shank at parsnips carrots potatoes um and it had this almost like a chimichurri on it it was so good it fell right off the bone so I would say that's probably my favorite dish. We're all hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I, I couldn't believe how good it was. Because, I mean, I I didn't think a place like that. I mean, they, they make great food, but I think I'd have to go. Uh, then again, I also haven't really traveled the world that much to try an actual lamb shank, say, in, in France or something. But so far in my life, that's probably one of the best dishes I've had. Um, that's fair yeah what about you you've traveled traveled. yeah that no i mean yeah okay so for anybody listening it's like roughly 3 30 in the afternoon (laughs) we're at that point where everybody's like i kind of just should wait for dinner but like when you talk about food now we're like okay now i'm starving yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) um i like i will eat generally anything i don't like mushrooms but um Hmm. it's a mental thing (laughs) but um yeah, I mean, I'm Italian, so I love pasta. I love pizza. Um, I, I've been known to drive to Brooklyn just for pizza. Really? And I'm not the least bit upset about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say, like, a top list is there for sure. There's never a time somebody doesn't want to eat tacos. So I just love food yeah. in general. And, like, lamb is one, too, that, like, if it's cooked properly, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. There's a place in Old City in Philly uh, called Zahav, and it's like impossible to get in there these days, but they do a lamb that they slow cook for like two days, and it is unreal. It is so good. It's an Israeli restaurant, and 
honestly, if I had to pick like a last meal, it would be that they do like that lamb and then it's like whatever else they bring out with you. But like their food is unbelievable. So yeah. Said Zahav? Zahav, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. We'll, uh, I'll write it down for you. Yeah. Later. This will also be in the video. In so the show always... notes, we'll just include <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag <laughs> all the important all. things. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's cool. Uh, are you reading anything right now? Yes, actually. Uh, so I was never a reader. Um, I, I just used to find it not boring, but I feel like I would fall asleep um, as the words started to get closer to the bottom of the page, and so with my eyes, and I just, <laughs> you know, go right to sleep. Um, but so back to Anna, she's, I'm going to bring this back to her because she is an avid reader. Okay. This girl reads an insane amount of books. We have, so in the house we're living in now, uh, when we first moved in, we're renting and there's these two bookshelves and, you know, they were kind of eh. And she would always say, I, I want, you know, floor to ceiling and built-ins, this and that. And then finally we got around to measuring it. We made the shelves, we installed them ourselves. And in 10 minutes, they were filled filled with books I, I i don't know how many books she has but it's well over 100 and something well over 200 i don't know how many books she has but she has an insane amount of books so she would always tell me you know try to get into reading try to get into reading because she sees how beneficial it is she knows so much about so much just from reading here and there um it's funny she's reading a book on vaginas right now and sorry to talk about vaginas but she's reading this book on vaginas and there's this one there's this one excerpt she was telling me about uh, dolphin vaginas <laughs> And how dolphins masturbate on the seashore. <laughs> so they just go up there, masturbate, and leave. And I'm like, what? So she would know dumb things like that. But she also reads books on, on genetics and, and um, bio. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Bio. Microbiology. Okay. Microbiology. I was like, I don't know. There's a lot yeah, of directions yeah, yeah. I could go. And I'm not sure which one to pick. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she reads a lot. And, and she would say, you know, try reading, try reading. And I actually joined the book club she has with her family. And I, the first book I read was, uh, not ever, but <laughs> the first book. <laughs> the first book, Gilmar. <laughs> <Omar read. laughs> uh, Guys, you made it this far. Yeah, right. Um, what is that called? A uh, Picture of Dorian Gray. Okay. Um, I read that book and I, I wanted to not like it. And I actually <laughs> ended up liking it because it's it basically the this man's descent into badness and this and that. And it kind of sparked that love that I had for reading, I guess, back in middle school, elementary, um, where then I started visualizing everything that I was seeing because Anna would, would say that's how she, um, you know, helps herself read. She visualizes everything that she reads. So then I started doing that and it kind of brought that back where I was like, okay, let me start reading books again. So <laughs> again, long story short. No, you're okay. good. Um, I, I, I am now reading um, Visual Thinking uh, I forgot the name of the author, but basically this book talks about how some people are visual learners and how he is a visual learner. And it's funny because I started to connect a lot of dots with, you know, his way of thinking and processing to the way I think and process things. I'm not to the level where he is because he um, he had a problem with words and all that as a kid. I was always good in school. I, you know, I, I had a bunch of honors courses. I was good in the books, but I also had that unique skill of being able to see something once and remembering it. And I feel that I learn better that way. I learn better when I see someone do something once or twice and then it, I stick with it. Um, it stays in my head. So I think that book really was talking to me because I was someone that didn't go to school to be a lawyer or, 
you know, working. Uh, well, I was gonna say a tax attorney, <laughs> whatever. You <laughs> Any know, of those, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those like nine to five. Nothing against tax attorneys. Yeah, nothing against no. that. But you know, there's a lot of um, you know words and numbers with it. And he was, I was more of someone that was good with numbers and books, but I was better working with my hands or learning mm-hmm. with my hands. Um, so the book kind of touches a little bit on that, and that's actually something I, I think about every day during the day to go home and read. So that's how I know that I really like it, uh, just because I, I can relate to it. You know, it resonates with me. And, mm-hmm. and um, so that's the one I'm really excited about. I have another one in the car that I read every now and then um, that is about, I think it's called the, the, things, the Best Things to Know About Strangers or something like that. So it's basically a book on um, talking to strangers. That's cool. You know, how, how there is um, this issue in in the world or even in america or america in the world about miscommunication and how people don't know how to communicate with each other um because i find communication to be the most important thing um it it, had got really bad with it i would say during the c word you know (laughs) um I don't like to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. no, um, during that time period, uh, because the, time, the whole world yeah, wants yeah. to wish didn't happen. Yeah. I, you know, I wish didn't happen, but no, no, yeah. it brought a yeah. lot of good things yeah. forward. Um, but I just got to this point where I wasn't really talking to people that much. And I found myself when I would go out to social settings that I would just shut down and I couldn't talk to anyone. And it's not that I didn't want to talk to anyone. It's just, I was nervous to how to break the ice or, is this person perceiving me to be this and that? Like, I really used to care and think that people didn't like me. Like, I used to care about how people perceived me, and I used to think no one liked me. So that all that would just, you know, mess with me. And I think at the end of the day, it was just because I was nervous or I was unaware or I didn't know how to start a conversation. Mm. So I started reading a bunch of books on conversation. Um, and I think the one I read was uh, 101 Things about conversations or it was something like that it was this little book it was a very short book but i sped through it and i learned so much and i think that kind of helped me get get back into speaking to people and Mm. breaking the ice and being comfortable with being with someone that you don't really know um but yeah i guess that's kind of where yeah no for sure yeah that's cool i feel like yeah there's there's so much like with school when we like transition out of that that we're like trying to learn how to love reading again Mm -hmm. and oftentimes it is it takes something that we actually like want to know and like or somebody pushing us and and being able to do that and like yeah that's really cool to like read something that helps you like pull back into something and tap back into something because i think that's a lot of people experience that of like and just the the thinking of like what are they thinking of me like do people like me do they not and and realizing like yeah we're all thinking the same thing Mm -hmm. but then also just knowing how to break the ice so that we can begin that communication that is so extremely important i couldn't agree with you more on that that like i think that's one of the most important things is being able to communicate with each other and know what someone's thinking so Mm -hmm. we don't just assume and then be upset or spiral or whatever else but yeah that's cool yeah it was it's just i don't know i feel that it was a skill that i needed to to sharpen Mm -hmm. or to just relearn because i i I like leveling up i like learning new things and and um yeah, just improving my character, just making it easier for me to to be around people or, I don't know, all that, anything that is self-improvement, I like. Yeah. So uh, communication was definitely one of those things that I wanted to, to you know, 
learn again and uh i don't know what's next i i want to i want to learn some more shit but i just don't know what i think i'm still in the middle to end phases of my communication learning that again but fair yeah. enough what yeah, are you reading that's cool um i just started a book called uh non-violent communication actually <laughs> oh, wow <Look> <laughs> ironically <laughs> um i'm like two pages in but oh, nice. um, yeah so uh, similarly like yeah i'm just always fascinated by the way that people kind of talk to each other or what they perceive of that or what they think in that and and just kind of like yeah so i'm curious to see where this one goes maybe yeah. we'll swap books at the yeah end let me know how that. it goes yeah. That works. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, what would you say is your greatest fear? Oh, shit. Um, I would say... So I, I know I have a deep fear of... Everyone says this, but, you know, deep sea or open water. Mm. Uh, I remember I would have this recurring nightmare, which if this is going to scare you guys, sorry. But um, <laughs> I used to um, have this nightmare where I would I would walk out into a backyard and there would be just this empty pool. Mm. And... Um, in the pool would be a bunch of just whales and the huge animals in this in this empty pool but they were alive still but they were just there mm. and he's like oh my god it's so terrifying there these things i'm the size of this thing's tooth or something i don't know so i would say that but i, I guess a more i guess fear that i could find myself in is probably um you know i guess losing family mm. um because they mean so much to me and yeah I, I just couldn't see myself being around without my brother or my dad or my sister I know mm. well at one point it's gonna happen but I guess that's just my greatest fear because it's inevitable mm. you know it's mm -hmm. someday you're gonna lose a family member so yeah I guess it would say that and then greatest fear 1b would probably be losing everything being homeless you know um because I've I've you know, I, I come from a place where I see a lot of poverty. There's homeless people all over the place. And, you know, it, it's sad to see how bad it's gotten. Mm -hmm. And um, so where some of them are at a point of no return. And I just don't ever want to be in that situation because it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you bring up some things that I think so many people, it's like the fear of the deep abyss of unknown mm -hmm. and something that is so much larger than us that like we're helpless against and i think that's yeah it's something so many can relate to and then the loss of people we love and close to us and then the loss of yeah our ability to to take care of ourselves or to mm. be okay or be to a place that so far gone like you said like um yeah trenton's not exactly a place where it's gotten better sadly over the years it's it's kind of declined and uh yeah so when you see something like that it, it either you know, it pulls at your heart and it either motivates you to, to help in the ways you can to not end up there um, or to give up. And uh, I think for, yeah, people like yourself, it's it's the motivation to say, okay, what can I do? But also I'm never gonna, I'm gonna continue to be aware of this and make sure that I don't ever give up and that I'm not, I'm not there. And I think that's, yeah, it's such a personal choice to do that, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard in those oh, situations yeah. for yeah, sure. It definitely but, is. Um, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. What's your one of your fears? One of my fears. <laughs> um, heights. Mm. Um, but not as bad as it used to be. I definitely like force myself to overcome that one. There's certain fears that I feel like we are we should push ourselves through, and that we should overcome. And then there's other ones like my fear of 
alligators and crocodiles that I just don't <laughs> feel there's any need to ever overcome. What about them don't you like? They're terrifying. <laughs> okay, so I was diving one time and like I'm like a few meters down and this like there's this one cenote in Mexico and it's known for like this panchito, this croc that is like supposed to be docile and just chills and everybody knows he's there. People swim with him. Nobody's like petting him, but like mm. he's wild. And I'm like under and I see him turn and I see a tail and I was just like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Oh, man. So, like, that, for me, like, it's just, they're not like a shark where, like, it feels like there's a sense that can be made of it. They're just kind of like this thing that, like, you're not just losing an arm. They're going to, like, bite, twist, and you're finished. Oh, so, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good way to go. So. Yeah, no, no. We'll just leave that at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? Time. Hmm. Value time a lot. Because... Hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's, um, you know, when people say tomorrow isn't promised, mm-hmm. I used to think that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a tomorrow, but it isn't. I can go outside right now and get by a car mm-hmm. and there's no tomorrow. Um, so I think not wasting time and valuing your time is very, very important. Um, just cause we only have so much of it. And I, I wish I, um, I thought this way much sooner than I would say the past year. Because I definitely wasted a lot of time um, just sitting around. Um, but I, luckily enough, I mean, I'm still very young. I'm only 28. So I'm, I can still, um, I still have time to use my time. And I'm still at the point where, you know, my legs still work. I can still, I don't have many responsibilities. I don't have kids or anything. So I can, I can go out and do what I want. Mm-hmm. And I think time right now is what's most valuable. You know, I, I want to I wanna use it for good. And that way, when I'm a couple, 20, 30 years down the road, I don't look back and say, oh, man, I wasted my 20s uh, scrolling through Instagram or something, you know. Um, So, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I think, and as that, I just say thank you for sharing yours with me then. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's it's the thing we can't get back. So Mm -hmm. I I resonate with that one a lot, for sure. Yeah, I think I can line up with you on that one big time. Yeah, yeah, time is so necessary. Mm -hmm, For sure. Uh, when was the last time you felt joy? <laughs> um, <laughs> I love when people laugh when I ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't feel joy. It's just trying to think which is the the joy that was the best. Um, just because, you know, when I feel that when you're into a bunch of different things, um, hobbies and whatnot, for example, sports, you you probably do experience joy when your team wins, you know. I remember the Eagles made the Super Bowl. I was very happy. Um, that's that's a moment of joy. Uh, but I guess, you know what? I guess seeing my niece, um, my brother, I have a twin brother and he recently just had a kid. Um, and, you know, I've been an uncle before. My, my sister has, has uh, two kids. But this was different because this is my twin brother. Um, so it's, and especially because his wife, I used to date his wife's sister. She's also a twin. Um, so it's funny. I remember to, you sharing that story yeah. with me last time we were at coffee. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny to think like you know uh, that that kid could have been mine and her, uh, her sister's kid yeah. had we stayed together. So it's just funny to think about. Um, but yeah, just my seeing my my brother's daughter just because it's this is my brother, this is my twin brother. I grew up with him my whole life. We have this unbreakable bond, and just seeing him grow up and now 
be a father because he's my he's my young he's my little brother uh-huh. but i don't see him that way <laughs> how many minutes yeah, yeah uh, i think it's 14 minutes okay oh yeah yeah yeah. No, that's, yeah yeah i don't i don't see him as a younger brother it's funny because someone <laughs> oh, i spit someone asked him um the other day uh did you ever see gomar as your older brother and he said yeah and i was like oh i didn't never looked at it that way i always thought you were just my brother i didn't look at you as my younger brother so it's funny to, to hear that but i guess when she was born and just seeing her and holding her it was it was definitely a great form of joey just because to see him and his wife and they've been together for years i think over 11 years now or 10 years okay so they've been together for a long time um and just seeing how happy they were and complete and they're at a stage of life where most people you know strive to be you know you have your whole lives ahead of you together Mm -hmm. and i think it's so beautiful and just seeing that made me really happy um, so I guess, yeah, it's the last time I felt joy. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's gotta be a neat experience to be like, oh wow, this is like, yeah, like as a twin, like there's so much more connection than just a sibling and, and so that not just a sibling, but yeah, like it's, yeah. that's really cool. And it's definitely like deep moments of joy to see that yeah. and celebrate that for somebody else. So. Oh, a hundred percent. It's yeah, it's, it's incredible. Well, were you happy when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, no, what was yeah, your form of joy? Yeah, we were happy when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, we were like a bunch of friends like out screaming in the streets. And oh, I, I went man. to the parade. Did you go to the parade? No, I didn't. Okay, I went to the parade. I almost got tased by the police in a tree. Why? Fun random story. We're, we're, de- we're derailing real fast. <laughs> yeah, real quick, real quick. I'm really short. So mm-hmm. for anybody who doesn't know, that means that I'm like five feet tall. Mm-hmm on a good day (laughs) so when you're in a crowd you don't really see much of anything else that's going on so i climbed a tree to see right by the art museum when they were coming through and you know they uh everybody was like the police are like you have to get out of the tree and like everybody's in a jovial like mood yeah and we're like we can't see like come on like it's me and like two other people up there in this tree by the art museum and uh it's not like these are big trees these are just like those i don't know like a 12 foot uh-huh. whatever time i'm not even gonna pretend to guess what type of tree it is yeah and they're like they're like get down or we're gonna tase you and the whole crowd in full philly form goes taser no way <laughs> i climbed down but yeah <laughs> just like that's that i think that story to me describes philly like we'll oh, cheer yeah. you on getting up the tree we'll mutually like be all about it but then like we'll also be like yeah let's yeah. watch your demise <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Play like play stupid games, you yeah. know, win stupid prizes yeah, or something. Pretty much. So yeah. I didn't really see as much when I got down, but it's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, Philly. Didn't really want to make the day that we get arrested that day. <laughs> yeah, no, not that one. Not that one. You're gonna make it a better. Not story such a that. joyous day, yeah. you know. <laughs> right? yeah, for sure. Uh, when was the last time you were afraid, and why? Um, last time I was afraid, I guess. Damn, when was the last time I was afraid? You know, you get Sunday scaries. <laughs> I guess maybe that when you're like, oh, fuck, tomorrow I got so much to do. Um, I guess that's a little scared. That's not afraid. I guess afraid, afraid. Damn, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't put myself in positions to be afraid or hmm. I, I just don't think I've been af- I guess maybe a little thing that's happened recently is my dad is diabetic and he told me he went to the eye doctor and they were like you need to start using glasses now because diabetes is affecting sight mm. so that scared me a little bit um because i was like you know my, my dad is you know still working hard and whatnot and he needs his eyes to do everything because he's he he cooks he cooks mm-hmm. for a living 
And it's like, I mean, if you lose your eyesight, you can't watch sports, you can't do that, you can't see my kids, you can't see me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the last time I was afraid because it did mm-hmm. scare me. And, you know, I called him and I was like, hey, man, we need to, as soon as he sent me that text, I called him. I was like, we need to take care of you because that's a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him, you, you know that if this takes your eyesight, you can't do anything you love anymore. So he was like, yeah, I know, this and that. Because he's always been kind of stubborn about, you know, eating better and working out. I bought him a treadmill so he can walk on. And he, he used it for about two months, lost 10 pounds, and then didn't do it again. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> so <laughs> Those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those things, yeah. Because it's hard to be consistent. It's hard to, especially when no one's holding you accountable. Um, so it's definitely hard to do that all on your own. But I guess I, guess I would say that's probably the last time I was afraid. Yeah, that's well, fair. What about you? Who? Uh, yeah, I'd say family related for sure. Just like when things get to a point where you're like, okay, like you do everything you can. Similarly, you do everything you can and it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of have to go, all right, we're going to just pray about it and hope it's all okay. Yeah. So I'd say similarly, I mean, not same, but relatively uh, similar idea of just family stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wanting people to be okay and wanting them to take it seriously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not being able to control that part of it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, <laughs> so, the scary part. Yeah. Would you say there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? I think there's a lot of moments like <laughs> that. Um, because I, I guess it's hard to remember the exact moment this happened, but when I... Oh, actually, I do. This was when I was working at a restaurant. Um, it was around when I first got into it. This was 2014, I think, or 2013. And I was a new guy there. So, you know, they would make me do the stupid things here and there. And they had me rolling out sheets for pizza dough and this and that. And every now and then I would rip a hole in the dough and I'd get really pissed off. And then, you know, the chef would be yelling at me, this and that. And then one day he pulled me aside. He was like, listen, man, um, especially because... Let me backtrack, especially because I like being good at something <laughs> as soon as I do it, which is very unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, most of us like to be good. We're very okay being bad at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be good at this. I know I'm yeah, good at this. Same. So that's kind of what would add on to the frustration. And then the chef pulled me aside. He saw I kept getting frustrated. He was like, listen, man, when you're here, you need to be a machine. Like everything goes out the door. You walk in here and you drop your ego you leave everything at the door because at the end of the day you being upset the only person that's hurting is yourself Mm -hmm. um so he was like put that aside and just do the work and i was like damn you're right so i think that's kind of where from then i started dropping my ego more and more and more to where now it's at the point where i mean we all have a bit of an ego but I, i don't think i have one where it's it'll get in the way of anything um, like I, I have no problem admitting when I fucked up or when I did something wrong or, or say I have an opinion, I can be swayed as long as it makes sense. So mm. I think that moment changed me for the better because it proved to me that, you know, when, when it comes down to doing the work or, or just anything in general, don't get too frustrated and blow up and ruin everything around you, you know, just be calm take a deep breath and just do the work yeah it's kind of stride. it's kind of like that uh, have you seen that Jocko video I don't really watch much Jocko but Andrew got me into Jocko and whatnot <laughs> um he has this one video called good 
Okay. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. That yeah. One, yeah. So that one's like something goes wrong, and he says good. Yeah, and he just exactly. Looks really good at it. Yeah. So it's something like that, where it's if something's going wrong, don't blow up. Just say good. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that was that was it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's cool to be able to work for somebody at that like with somebody at that time that's able to just put it into a perspective that you're like, okay, yeah, this is good. Let me move. <laughs> Let me move on and move in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. So you have known me kind of off and on a bit mm-hmm. here, um, but uh, what is something you think you and I have in common? Um, something we have in common. I think we have more things in common. Uh, I think we're we're both very creative. I think, I feel like you're a problem solver. I'm also a big time problem solver. It's my favorite thing to do is solve problems. And sometimes that might get me into trouble. Even the ones we create? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because sometimes we just want to create a problem. No, um, (laughs) I try not to create problems, but I'm good at solving them if I do. Um, uh, I think you're a problem solver. I think you're creative. I think I should say we because I'm saying you're we are creative. I think that we want to learn and we want to get to know people. Um, We both like the Eagles. Um, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> and uh, I think we're both bilingual. You're bilingual, right? Uh, yours is more than mine, yeah. for sure. Mine is subpar at best. Yeah. yeah. We both it's have dark functional. hair. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> yeah. We just got facial features. We're both five foot. So nah. No, um, you're taller than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, and I think we're both. I think you're a very genuine person mm-hmm. and from what I've heard I've I'm a pretty genuine person so I would say we're both very genuine people um and we both work hard mm-hmm. you definitely bust your ass you do a lot there's a there's a lot about you that I didn't know <laughs> and I'm like how do you do everything that you do with having this this in your life so mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's what I would say we have in common. So that's a lot of cool things to share with you for sure. And yeah, same to you. Yeah. You're like one of those people, people are like, oh, you know this? And I'm like, end all this and this and this. And it's just like, where do you fit that in? And yeah, we yeah, try. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome to be able to have like so much commonality with other people in so many positive ways. And I really appreciate appreciate those things. And it's an honor to share them with you. And, oh, yeah. And it's, it's neat. Yeah, it's a really neat thing to be able to connect over that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, what is something you are looking forward to? Oh, uh, going home and reading that book. No. Um, <laughs> eating that lamb. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating that lamb. Oh, hell yeah. Clearly, I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I like to, when I look forward to things, I do it day by day. Um, I think, so long-term looking forward to is probably building my clothing brand up to be very successful. Um, short-term looking forward to because this is usually how I think about things. Well, what am I looking forward to today, to today or this week? Um, this week, I'm looking forward to the weekend because this weekend is Anna's dad's birthday. And this past weekend, we were out playing catch, uh, you know, hitting the ball around with a bat that we found at her grandparents' house. And he said, next week, how about we go out to the field by my house and, you know, we grill up some burgers and hot dogs and we play a little, a little baseball, a little softball. And that made me real excited because I love playing, you know, any kind of sport. Um, so I would say I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to spending time with Anna's dad on his birthday, playing baseball. And yeah, but today I guess I'm looking forward to hanging out with Anna and her friend. Her friend just came in from Korea. Um, 
and this is Anna's best friend that she used to see all the time and she moved away um, and is now visiting back because of work things. It's a work-related thing, so she's here for about a week. So I'm excited to go home and spend some time with Anna and maybe her friend and cook them dinner. So, yeah. That's a lot of cool things. Yeah, that's very neat. That <laughs> it's, a sounds, to. it's a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like the categories too. I'm like, I'm very similar in that where it's like, okay, what's today? What's this weekend? What's this week? Yeah. What's next month? What's the year? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So that's neat. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, on the other end of that, what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? <laughs> He's Jesus. like, and I feel boom. like I'm on a beauty pageant. <laughs> <laughs> world hunger. World peace, world hunger. Damn, something that isn't around, some something to get rid of today. I mean, I would, I said I'm big on communication, so I would say miscommunication. Mm-hmm. If the world could communicate a lot better, I think a lot of things will be solved um yeah bad miscommunication is something i wish wasn't wasn't a thing oh yeah big time i'm just like all of the relationships all of the careers wars oh yeah that like if we just understood clearly what somebody else thought and meant and intended that would change a lot oh yeah definitely i like that one all right, yeah. add that to the imaginary <laughs> list of things that I'm, yeah, that we can't control. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, what would you say makes you feel known and valued? Uh, known and valued. I guess I'm a, I'm very much a words of affirmation person. Hmm. Um, so I think, I guess every now and then I need someone telling me I'm doing a good job or you know, it, it's weird to to think about that because I'm not someone that does things for praise, mm-hmm. but it is nice to hear to get praise. You know, um, so I think, yeah, either someone, you know, resharing the work I've done, or or even telling me it's it's good, or mm-hmm. seeing that that it provided some value to someone's day, or I did. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of, I guess, how I feel valued is seeing that I provided value to someone uh, just because I hope I'm doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's, like, two ways or something. It's, like, it's not that it has to be hurt, like, that some people need someone to tell them that they're worthwhile or they're good or they're doing something, whatever. But I think it's more, it comes down to, like you're saying, like, knowing and having confirmation that, like, what you're doing is making an impact, that it's worthwhile, that it's helping somebody else, that it's bringing value to somebody else. So, yeah, it, it's helpful to hear those things in yeah. return and be like, okay, yeah, that was worth my time, as opposed to being like, maybe I should do something else with that yeah, time, the time exactly. that's so valuable. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, I might know the answer to this one, but um, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Hmm. What do I call home? I guess anywhere where I where I feel invited and I can mm-hmm. be myself and not have to say a word. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say anytime I'm around my, my immediate family, my parents or my brother, anytime I'm with Anna. Um, yeah, it's just, I just, just knowing that you can just take everything off, you know, not just... I'm not saying clothing, but <laughs> not around my dad naked or anything. But like, you can just take everything, just leave it at the door, and you can just be there mm-hmm. and relax. No one's judging you. Nothing. Mm-hmm. 
nothing feels too cold nothing's too hot everything's just comfortable i guess that's what i would call home where i feel a sense of security and and i'm able to be myself and the people around me are able to be themselves that's that's what i call home yeah very much i love that that's a a feeling yeah yeah that's cool um what is something you wish you didn't struggle with Oh shit! Right now, <laughs> I feel like I'm saying "oh shit" after every question. It's cool. It's fine. About that. Um, right now, keeping my hair out of my face. No. Um, I think what I'm struggling with right now is probably my routine. Hmm. Um, with specifically with exercising. Um, I feel that. I'm, basically, my entire life, I've been in shape, out of shape, and in that. At one point, I was in shape for like three years. It was. It was like my golden age, you know, I was, I was ripped, I was young, I was hot, you know. <laughs> my prime. <laughs> yeah, right, I was in my prime. No, um, I can definitely get back there again, but it's, it's You're just... You're 28, you can definitely yeah, get back Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely get back there again. Yeah. Yeah. He's, not, like, not, he's like, no, that's now, what are you yeah. talking about? I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, 28 should be my prime, I guess I fucking peed too early, I don't know. Um, no, but it's, uh, it's, it just has been tough where you know i work out consistently for maybe two weeks and then i don't do it for a week and then i'm back on it for three days and then you know that whole cycle so i think right now i guess getting in physical shape is what i'm struggling with at the moment um just because it's hard to to find the time i guess time management i guess that's kind of what it would come back to is time management i feel that i'm putting in a lot of time to to focus on work and then also my brand but not really as much time to put into being physically fit. Um, and I think, actually, I don't know why that is. I think it's just easier to not work out. And at the end of having a long day of at work and then doing my designing and planning these things, at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do sit-ups right now, you know? I just wanna, I wanna watch a stupid YouTube video and just decompress. Um, so I think that's that's what I'm struggling with right now. Yeah, yeah that's fair. No, nobody wants to. <laughs> you asked earlier when you first got here, like, is that your barn where you work out? Yeah. Like, yeah so it's a it's like a lean to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's open. It's cold. It's hot in the summer. Like, yeah, I don't think there's ever a time where instantly you're just like, yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I get that. I think that is. It's like yeah, and that time management of like, okay, I've done all this. I need to decompress. It's like it's it's super hard. Mm-hmm. It's totally hard to do that. So yeah, very understandable and, and totally get that. It's, it's a struggle for a lot of us to just say like, okay, like I need to value this more than sitting on this couch right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it sucks hard. because it's. You know that whole thing you, you gotta do what you gotta do and it's i'm not really doing what i gotta do right now so yeah but when you put everything into yeah. work and like i feel like often as a, a an entrepreneur as a creative like your our mindset is like we pour heart and soul into our work mm-hmm. it's not just like a job that we show up to it's heart and soul into everything it's creative process it's energy and so like to have something left over to give at the end it's like, yeah, it's a little bit more. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very draining. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. That's very true. Understandable. But what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? I would say, I mean, communication is definitely one of those, but I think it's, I guess it would be communication. Then I feel that I, I used to, and just even me talking, I've also tried to fix that as well because I used to, sometimes I talk way too fast and sometimes I don't 
and it's because that of that fear of always not fear but that worry of being cut off and then losing your train of thought i think that's why sometimes people rapid fire speak and they would fill in their their words by saying like or um and that's something that i've i've tried to to fix and change oh shit all right. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think die. Our video's done. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just, put, just put this in the background forever. Um, and, yeah, I think that's just my speech. Um, and definitely the way I communicate with people has has improved a lot. I tried to stop going um and like, not just for the sake of going um and like, but just for my own mind. So that way when there's, there's dead space or I'm trying to think of a word, I can be comfortable with my own thoughts and I can say something that's a bit more formulated and sounds better rather than just saying like and then saying something that probably wasn't the best way to say or the best thing to say you know um so I think that yeah my speech and just the the way I communicate with people especially I feel that Anna and I have a lot of discussions every now and then like I don't argue I'm not the type of person to argue I've never done that I can't do it because I will lose every time. Um, <laughs> the confidence is yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but but even even that's just it's just such a waste of energy. I don't like to yell. I don't like to be angry. I don't like doing any of that stuff. So I feel that definitely being with Anna has helped me have discussions better because that way I can I I am aware. I make myself aware that I have to listen to what the other person's saying, take that into consideration, and then kind of see how I feel and they feel and how that meshes or how that works. So I would say, yeah, my the way I speak and the way I communicate in deep discussions has definitely changed and improved a lot. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, clearly you communicate very well. <laughs> yeah, as I'm like, you know, throwing some hard questions at you. <laughs> but like, I, as I say, like... <laughs> That's fine, I don't I, care. No, 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 I was saying, as you're saying that, I was thinking, I've never actually thought through so much of of that that the use of those words like um the Mm -hmm. pause like it's it's that like i'm not done yet yeah it's that need to say to somebody else like it's like a fear that it's like they're not really listening to me and if i stop speaking they're gonna cut in and i'm gonna lose my train of thought or i'm gonna lose my turn or i'm gonna lose or or they're not hearing me And, and i think that's like yeah it's something we grow in confidence in but it's also something that like uh, knowing ourself, knowing relationship, being able to sit in our own thoughts, like you said, like it's a really cool. It's, I really appreciate that train of thought because I never really thought of it that way. That it is, it's it's like a placeholder because we want to make sure somebody lets us finish, as opposed to just being like, okay, if they cut me off, they cut me off. At least I had time to think, hear where they're at, give a feedback, have a communication in that. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's the thing about communication where <clears throat> you have to let people speak and you have to and then you now have to let people listen you know it's <clears throat> it's it's not that i think that if someone says like or um that they're unintelligent or anything it's just for me it helps me think better and it it helps i think the flow of conversation and usually when when people are talking to me i never try to cut in i just let you try to finish your words because i, I remember reading this in a book where it said um Try not to finish people's words or sentences when they're getting stuck on a word. Let them think it through. So mm-hmm. that way they they then feel validated. Like, okay, I came up with the word. I said it myself. They're listening. No one's interrupting. So I find that I've been doing that a lot more now where mm-hmm. someone's stuck on a word. I don't say anything. I'm just, you know, listening. And then they finally get the word out. I'm like, okay, cool. 
So hopefully it doesn't seem like I'm I'm not listening or trying to help you figure that word out. It's more like I'm listening and I want you to figure that word out. Mm. So that way you can kind of tell that I'm listening. If that makes any sense. No, but. it makes a ton of sense. That's a really cool perspective because I don't think it's often thought of. Like I know for me when I do that, like if I if I have a friend and I'm trying to, if they seem stuck after a while, I'm like, maybe this is it. And they're like, yes, thank you. Because I feel like I don't ever want somebody to think that like, I'm annoyed at them or not caring or something like that. But it is, there's two sides to that of like giving them the space and then also knowing when it's worth helping and when to just let somebody have that space to think and and not being in a rush to fill the void of silence for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what is something you are confident helping others through or with? Hmm, I would say, I feel like I, I, I'm... I'm good at helping people organize their thoughts. Um, say they have, let me use an example of what happened with Andrew. I think it was, uh, we were talking about, I think it was something with his business. And yeah, it was his business. He was redesigning a logo and he was saying, I just don't know. I don't know what I want, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to ask for someone to make this logo for me. And I asked him the most simplest question. And I was like, well, what do you want your company to be or reflect? And then he said, you know, luxury, this and that. And I was like, there you go. You have your answer. And he's like, oh, dude. Oh, man. And I'm like, yeah. So it's, I guess I'm, I'm good with helping people organize their thoughts or get the answer they want to get. And honestly, that's just so weird I'm thinking about now. But I think that comes back to, um, I think this was when I was working at, at State Farm. And my boss, Denise, she was, I always saw her as a hard ass, but I loved it because she did it because she cared. You know, she was real hard on you. She cared. And she would never tell you the answer to things. She would let you figure it out. And honestly, that helped me out so much because now I can see that and use it as not as assholey as she did it but <laughs> i can i can now spin that and use it help as helpful as i can be as helpful as possible to where i can help you figure out the answer that you're looking for but you know not not be cold about it you know i kind of can it can i guess guide you there or guide ask you questions that will then help you realize oh that's the answer mm -hmm. so i think yeah i'm confident that i can help people organize their thoughts and look for the answer they're looking for um, with certain things. Also aesthetics. I feel that I can help someone set up the way their vision for something is going to look like. Uh, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's a neat thing to be able to say like I'm good at helping people like get to where they already know they want to be. And like the way you described that story with Andrew too, it's like, it's just literally giving them space to mm -hmm. be comfortable to think and to feel safe and not judged in that and to, to just encourage them in the direction. And I think it's it's something we forget often that is, is such a valuable skill and to, <laughs> to give people space to let them figure it out on their own, but to do it in a warm way. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely important to do it that <laughs> Delivery way. Delivery is everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, this one's a little more fun. If I were to give you $10,000, and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks and you can't give it away, what are you doing with it? That's crazy because I could do 
I mean, I have, I could have two answers. You know, one would be just use a 10 grand pay off debt, which would be incredible. Um, I guess maybe right now in the situation that I am in, um, Anna's going to school full time. She's not working. So I'm paying all the bills and stuff and I'm handling us financially. So I would say, I would say use that money and for whatever she needs, you know, if she needs to, I don't know, just travel somewhere for uh, an internship or if she needs to room out somewhere to the school she's going to. Yeah, I guess I would say use it for her, you know, um, if if not, then I use it because I can't really travel right now. So I wouldn't say travel. So, yeah, I guess just use it to help her and I get by a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, your your partner is such an extension of yourself when it's in such a healthy relationship in like a good way where it's like, okay, like your joy is in their joy and your desire for their success in that. So yeah, it's cool. Oh yeah, totally. If she's happy, I'm happy. So <laughs> I'll work on winning the lottery so can make this yeah. <laughs> The lottery I don't play. <laughs> yeah, I don't play it either. Um, is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love but Maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it for the heart you intend it or receive it the way you want them to. What's the would the answer to this would just be yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a yes and no to every single question I've asked you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but do I should I elaborate on this or no? Your comfort zone. I don't know. Um, I feel like that's uh that's an interesting question to ask. I just don't know how to answer it to where, you know, it's... It's not that person. Or to where it's just not, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Cause, no, that's it, fair. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe... Yeah, I guess my dad was his health. Hmm. I guess that's what I would... Because, again, he's a little stubborn. He's a... This means anything. He's a Leo. So, I don't know if that means... I'm not but, good at those either. Yeah, <laughs> people say shit Somebody like that. Somebody listening yeah. is like, oh. Yeah, oh, right. goes, yeah. now we know. Oh, so stubborn. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess just my dad with his health. Just because, you know, that's the most important thing. And he's getting older now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have any kids yet. I want him to meet my kids someday. So, mm-hmm. I want him to live to see that someday. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. My father with his health, I guess I would say. Yeah, that's fair. Is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Yes and no. I feel like, yeah, definitely. If someone had to, you know, tell me about something that I'm not doing right or missing out on. But then again, it'd be nice to hear it just because now I'm more aware of what I'm doing wrong. Um, Yeah, I know I'm not perfect and it'd be nice to, to know what... I'm doing that could get me as close to perfect as possible. I don't know. It's I, I don't want to. I don't want to let people down. And if I'm not being the best version of myself, and someone can see that, I would like them to to let me know. Hey, you know, you're great and everything. You're just great, but there's this little thing that you can maybe improve on or mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, I think. I, yeah, it'd be tough to hear it, but I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I always want to know those things. It's like if somebody has something, I I would rather hear it, especially, and not especially, I'll say, let me preface, I want to hear it from people who know me. Because mm-hmm. um, as you know, like in in the world today, people all feel the, the right to share an opinion with you and they don't know you. Um, so yeah, I'd say if it's people that know me, I always want to hear it. But yeah. 
it's not to make it easy but no. yeah i think we should be striving to be as close to that perfect as possible like nobody's perfect but we should at least want to work towards a better mm-hmm. self in some way so yeah i appreciate that that's cool yeah hmm. uh what would you say makes you feel at peace i would say bills being paid <laughs> uh and damn when am i mostly at peace i guess when when i when i've done everything i need to do so for example my at peace perfect day would be you know it'd be a weekend obviously because then i won't have work to worry about but <laughs> it'd be a weekend i'd wake up i'd work out i'd eat well i'd go visit family i i'd come home and everything that i wanted to do in that day has been done i don't have to worry about work all my bills are paid this and that so i guess for me being at peace with just to to have the most productive day possible and and yeah just being able to relax and think about oh damn today i did this i did that and knowing that you have the time to to kick back and spend it with people you love so Mm. that's when i'm at peace (laughs) very much yeah love that would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now hmm i mean right now it feels very steady uh there's some things that are uncertain for example, the the house we're living in now got sold, and so now we have to move. So there's that, you know, uncertainty. Like I don't know where we're gonna live. I mean, obviously we're gonna find somewhere to live, mm-hmm. but right, right now you're, th- I'm thinking I don't know where I'm gonna live. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say there's that bit of uncertainty, but for the most part, I feel that things are pretty steady. I have a I have a good paying job. It's consistent. Um, you know. It, Things don't feel out of control. So, yeah, I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, so in case none of the rest of them were, this is my loaded question. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. You believe in God. <laughs> yeah. We have a warning. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive welcoming from you as a man? Whether that's something you wish they knew about themselves, something you wish they knew about men in general, uh, uh, an encouragement, a criticism, uh, something you feel like would be helpful in any direction. <laughs> what if I said something super misogynistic? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, stay home and whatever. No, um, chain yourself to a stove. Jesus, okay. I'll say it. I'll yeah, say you'll the, say it. I'll say the joke so everybody knows we're kidding. Nobody yeah, can yeah, say yeah, we're kidding, we're kidding. You can stay the likable human that you are. <laughs> um, I guess I would say I feel that there's a lot of pressure on men to be this insane provider and like it it seems that just just from what i see every now on social media which is not the best place to get your you know your takes or ideas from you're sure yeah and (laughs) and it's and not that i you know i see this shit one year at the other i don't take any of that in because i have my own values and i you know i see women the way i see women and and men and whatnot like i yeah I, i don't not really one side of one thing or the other but i guess what i would say is from what i've seen is just to not put that much pressure on on men to be these ultimate providers and mm-hmm. and um it's just i see so many stupid things where it's like oh i can't 
if your man is splitting 50-50 with you, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, come on, just shut up, man. Everyone has their own situation. And you can't say that someone wanting to go 50-50 on everything is wrong. Like, that's you, you have no right to say what's right and what's wrong. It's just what your preference is, you know, which is fine. But, yeah, it's just don't, let's not put too much pressure on these men. Let's, you know, sometimes it takes time to to build yourself up if 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 you see that something's not going the way for for your man or your son or care or whatever don't give up on them don't you know try to encourage them try to uplift them uh, just because you know they would do and men uplift and encourage your woman like that's the most important thing in in a relationship is to make sure that you guys are both there for each other that you guys are a team um so yeah i would say encourage your men uplift them don't don't beat them down and don't don't think that your way of a relationship is the way of everyone else's you know everyone has their own relationships their own views so yeah Yeah, very much (laughs) yeah i feel like there's like something i'm hearing in all of that that it's like to value the person for who they are and not something they give you Mm -hmm. and i think so many times like it's easy yeah you hear it on social media you hear it in other places depending on culture that you know well they have to do this because that's who they are and it's like right but men especially and women especially they both need to know that that person is with them for them and not Mm -hmm. just like oh i'm just what i provide you or what i do for you and and i think there's there's a lot of value in remembering that and encouraging and lifting each other up and not beating someone down and not having unrealistic expectations for that and realizing it's a partnership 100 percent. oh yeah definitely so. a partnership yeah hmm. that's cool uh i don't know how you feel about public speaking i could probably guess since you say you're not the energy bucket uh-huh. running around the room but uh we'll remove that part but if you were to have a large audience before you and leave them with a life lesson a bit of advice or wisdom what would you want them to hear i guess i'd You know, be open-minded and leave your ego at the door. As cliche as it sounds, it's mm-hmm. it will open your mind up and your relationships up so much. Just because it's, you know, if, you, if you're an open person, you're open to talking to anyone. You can get along with anyone. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would say don't let emotions get in the way of conversations or or discussions. Just because it's it's the best way to ruin something. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I would say and then i'd be so nervous and shaking the whole time so i'd leave right away (laughs) that's fair yeah i'm not a good i've done some speaking things before and i'm like i hate being in front of people yeah it's one of that's that's a fear that i push myself to get over oh nice yeah but yeah i think that's cool to be able to just say like yeah cliche or not leave it at the door and yeah yeah definitely i like that uh, what is something you wish people knew about your culture? However, you would define that. What culture am I a part of? <laughs> I feel like it's so funny because I feel like most of the time, Americans struggle with that question the mm-hmm. most, and they're like, "Is it my like family's culture? Is it my yeah. like, you know, creative culture? Is it my heritage? Is it what is it?" So I always say, "I'm like, however you, however yeah. you define it. No right or wrong answer, but yeah." That's interesting. Yeah. Oh my god. Am I an American with no culture? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we have some culture. We have culture. We have hot dogs and hamburgers. Are you yeah. kidding me? And baseball. Baseball. <laughs> Hell yeah. America's pastime, baby. Football. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, my parents are Guatemalan. I come from, I'm from Trenton, so I, I guess I come from two places that are both hardworking and maybe not the best financially or economically, I would say. Um, but there's one thing I do know is that they're in that culture. There's a lot of people that care and work hard. Um, yeah, especially just seeing where people from Trenton or from where my dad grew up have gone and, you know, where they're at now. Um, I can say that the culture I'm a part of is very hardworking and people that care, uh, and people that are no strangers to failure. And I think with failing comes a lot of lessons. Um, yeah, I guess my culture is the best failures I can think of, but they are also the best lesson learners. Um, yeah, hardworking, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, I can resonate with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what is something you love about your culture? Something I love about my culture is, I guess how, I don't know if the word it's familiar, but it feels like a family. Hmm. Um, just because everyone's so, when it's good, everyone's so close. Hmm. Um, and I tend to surround myself around a lot of good energy. So I don't really see it much when it's bad. But that's why I said when it's good, it's it's very close. It's very tight-knit. Um, you always have someone there for you. And I, I like that. I like that I have people there for me because I like being there for people. Um, so I would say, yeah, the familiarity with everyone, how, how close everyone can be. That's what I like about my culture. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like that's one of the... One of the best aspects of like, yeah, the relationship, the connection, the familiarity, and yeah, I mean, you're Italian, probably a big Italian family, <laughs> right? like, more or it's less. Good, it's good, at you this know. Point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything within your culture that you're not proud of? Uh, I would say, I guess, yeah, the the economical status of it, mm-hmm. um, poverty, uh, because again, we have hardworking people that care and. It, I mean, based off of what people would know about Trenton and where my parents are from, people wouldn't think of it as that. But there are. There's a lot of talented, hardworking people uh, from where I am. It's just that they don't, you know, get the proper resources or the right people around them. So, yeah, I, I would say just, yeah, I guess not having the right connections. You know, a, a, a lack of resources is what I would say. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to Guatemala, but I can speak to Trenton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it is. It's There's just there's a different amount of resources, a different amount of, you know, a lot of us grew up in a way where something that, you know, it's not a lack of talent. It's not a lack of creativity or ability. It's just often a lack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it would be interesting to see if, if more equal opportunity, if people throw that word around, but, like, if it actually was, like, what we'd see come out of places that maybe don't have it as much. Yeah, so. definitely. Hmm. That's cool. Uh, do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? I think I do a little bit. Just, I guess it's a very vague uh, <laughs> purpose, but I think it's to help people. I think ultimately hmm. I'm 
I like helping people and I'm good at it. In what ways? Uh, I have a bit of an idea now, like when we spoke earlier and we, when you asked that question earlier, what are you confident that you can you know, do for people or what are mm-hmm. you confident in about yourself? And I think it's being able to help people. And I think um, with right now, it seems to be that I can help people with, with media and organize their thoughts. That's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Um, so I guess as I get older, there will be more purposes that comes that, that are more specific with me helping people. Uh, but at the moment, I guess that's what I would have to say, you know, in my young 20 years life is to, to help people. I like helping people. It makes me feel good. And it, it's nice solving a problem. Yeah. Going, going back full circle on that yeah. one. Yeah. No, I can, I can resonate with that a lot. Yeah. It almost brings up when you said like, you've turned a few questions around on me too. Of just like you know, what's your what's your greatest fear? And and as I've as you answer that, it also makes me think like, in line with purpose, like we live out what like that fear motivates that so much. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, in so many ways for myself, like a, a big fear is, you know, interacting with somebody and them feeling uncared for or unvalued. And and so like our purpose then aligns and says, okay, well, what direction am I going to live in to make sure that that doesn't happen? And for you saying like, yeah, I want to. I want to be able to help people. So what direction am I living in to make that happen? And yeah, yeah you are. So that's cool. Um, I don't know if you do, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? I only have one tattoo. <laughs> it's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a good tattoo. It's on my ankle. It's like, it's right here. It says good people. Okay. And I got it. It's my first tattoo. Um, I got it with Andrew and the service twins. Uh, we actually did it live on the podcast. Okay, so cool. if you guys want to see me getting tattooed, it's, <laughs> it's on the No Prisoners YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool idea because we have this friend named Evan and he's a very talented tattoo artist. And we were saying, well, we got tattooed live on a podcast. And they said, OK, it's a great idea. So then he brought his friend John over and then the twins came and Andrew was there. I, were the, I was there and we set up so many mics around us. <laughs> And we were just shooting the shit, getting tattooed. And uh, honestly, now that I think about it, that was such a good time. And it's probably my first tattoo. And it's probably one of my favorite stories. And, and now I have a tattoo to go along with it, yeah. which is pretty cool. It just says good people. Um, just because that's what we believe in, being good people. Uh, so Andrew, the twins, and I all got that tattoo done by... Evan did mine, and then John did uh, the twins' tattoos. Um both very talented artists and they didn't charge us for it which was pretty cool so yeah it was a it was a quick painless tattoo i they were like it's not you're not gonna feel anything and i was getting nervous and then before i knew it it was done it did it on my ankle and it took maybe five ten minutes but yeah i know that's just a small tattoo so maybe in the future when i get other crazier ones i'll feel the pain but that one was pretty painless Fair enough. I mean, ankles, there's not a lot of, like, meat there. It's a lot of bone, so it could be painful. Yeah, so, it could yeah, be. maybe you just have a really high tolerance and for it. I don't think so. I think I just got it in a good spot. It's, yeah, like, right, okay. like this right here. It's right there, right above the ankle bone. Okay. So it's at a pretty good spot, I think. Fair enough. Do you have any tattoos? I have three. Yeah. Do you um, have a favorite one? I think this one... Sorry, nobody can see this one. I'm holding Because <laughs> the camera died. Yeah, the camera died. Um, yeah, so this one's my favorite. Um, this is a... It's kind of like a compass. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's four arrows that intersect and then go outside of it. And then there's two arrows that stay in the center, um, each in a, their own direction, but they're connected and they stay within the circle. And then there's a break within the circle as well. 
Um, so now we're getting a full story here. <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, yeah, so the four arrows that intersect and go out represent our daughters and just our desire to let them know we're always here for them, but we want them to go out into the world, be who they're supposed to be, and that we support them and we don't want to hold them back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two arrows in the center are um, uh, Mike and I and just signifying that we each have our own definitive identities and life and purpose and that we stay together inside there and connected to each other but that we support each other with who we are and where we're going mm-hmm. um and then the break in that uh, is, is to signify that our family is open and that anyone is welcome into it oh that's so cool so, that's my favorite one wow yeah. that's sick so yeah who Pat designed Pat? that me <laughs> oh wow that was really cool yeah so that one's my favorite but yeah so we'll add more to your list someday maybe or maybe not but yeah yeah that one's mine as well so yeah it's cool i feel like they always tell such a neat story sometimes just it was a good day Mm -hmm. or even if people are like yeah i had some shots and we got a tattoo and it's i don't regret (laughs) it so yeah but that's cool i like the i like the message behind yours and and the story is is really neat i'm gonna have to go watch that youtube video (laughs) yeah you should it's uh (laughs) i i don't know that was a that was such a good time and that's the cool thing about tattoos that they don't really need to be anything special but they can be yeah and uh I don't know they have a little more meaning for example you designed that's so cool i think that's so cool and there was so much behind it i was like you know to anyone to be like oh that's an interesting compass this and that but yeah most people are just like oh it's because you travel and sometimes yeah if they ask i answer but you know not one to be like here's all of the information you didn't ask for Mm -hmm. but yeah there it is (laughs) are you gonna get any more um i don't know i feel like for me it's like if there's something that really means a lot to me and i like thought about it for a while then i would i feel like um yeah there's there's a possibility like i kind of feel like i want one more um and i've been thinking about it for a while i'm not sure exactly what yet so but something um like the water and like mexico specifically are like a second home to me mm-hmm. so i think yeah when i figure out what what that would look like or what it is and where then i could maybe do something like that but yeah for me they all are like deep meaning except for the first one i got was just kind of like with a friend in nashville and just i was like all right this is a trial run to see if it's painful enough or if i'll be able to get the ones that i actually want Uh (laughs) no same thing it was like a five minute process and you're like oh that wasn't that bad it's fine (laughs) but even that yeah it's good stories Mm -hmm. they always tell a cool story so yeah that's neat uh what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of i would say opening starting a business owning Mm -hmm. a business just because it's it's the American dream, you know. It's uh, I'm a business owner, which is weird to say. Um, just because growing up, I didn't know anything about, you know, I, I didn't think I'd own my own business someday. I thought I'd work it. I'd be a chef my whole life. And people where I come from don't really open up many businesses. Uh, well, people of my age and whatnot, uh, they don't really open up that many businesses or have something for their own. I feel like there's a bit of a wave now where there's, starting the younger generation starting to do that but my generation didn't really they they all have nine to fives it's nothing wrong with that i also have a nine to five but you know they never really branched out to starting something or, or just creating a vision and i'm very proud of what i was able to put together you know i designed the website um i designed clothing i did ordering i it's just and sold out and sold out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I created yeah. i had a i had an idea in mind and i was able to put it out and i think from what i've been told the aesthetic kits people understand what i'm going for when they see my brand and that's so cool to to see that everything that i thought about 
and executed translated and people were able to see that and right off the bat notice it and say oh i know what you're going for this is what this is and it's cool so i'm, I'm very proud of that just because it took so much time and effort and half of the time i didn't know what i was doing so <laughs> i kind of like you had to figure it out so that was uh, i'm proud of that i'm very proud of it that's really cool. Yeah, something very worth being proud of. Half the time, none of us have a clue what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> very much. Yeah. No, it is. It's it's really neat. And, and and to be able to, again, like you said, just have people to put work into something and for people to see it and understand it for what you wanted to. Um, yeah, I think there's, it's just a really, a, a really fulfilling experience to be able to have. So it's, it's something very worth being proud of. And it's really cool. What are you um, proud of? Oh, I think I'm proud of yeah i would say business as well like what i do and um not maybe even beyond that i would say like the relationships in my life um yeah i've gone through ups and downs with relationships and uh to have the people that i have that are close to me uh both like mike is my partner and like my kids friends uh like yes i love what i do um and i love that i get to to make that my job and to pour into that and to connect with people. And I'm really proud of like who I've become in that and who I've allowed myself to become and not be uh, maybe defined by like things I've experienced in life. Um, So I'm really proud of that, but I'm also just really proud of those relationships because those people are what allow me to confidently step into the things that I pursue. Um, And so, yeah, I think I'd I'd say I'm really proud of, of those relationships and, and what they allow me, who they allow me to continue to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. That's a really I cool thing to be proud of. Yeah, I would say that for sure. That's neat. But yeah, I haven't thought about that one too much. <laughs> <laughs> People are always like, you ask a lot and you're not answering <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gilmar, I just so appreciate your your time and, and the gift of that and and just the, the conversation we've gotten to share so much here and, and how... I really feel people get to hear just a genuine small part of who you are, uh, the mm-hmm. really likable person. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, all that's really true. And I think that's that's really cool. And I just so appreciate that. But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Yeah, before that, I want to ask you a question. Okay. I want to ask you two questions. Go for it. Both of them. One <laughs> of them is it's whatever. The other one could mean a little more. What's your skincare routine? <laughs> you have right. great skin. Thank you. This is fun. Um, you're going to, yeah. So I have four teenage daughters. Well, one uh-huh. in her early 20s now. But I have four daughters. And even my youngest has like a skincare routine. And they have given me nothing but grief <laughs> over the fact that my skincare routine for 33 years has been a bar of soap. No way. <laughs> so What the hell? So, um there's probably going to be a point that that's going to change. And I'm just like, oh, it's been working for a while. So yeah, that and moisturizer. That's crazy. So yeah, we'll go with that. Um, all right. Yeah. So much to their dismay, they tell me that that's horrible all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we'll figure it out down the road. So That's insane. I thought yeah. you had all these like, you mm. know, moisturizers and cleansers. And no. And- yeah. Yeah. Good old fashioned bar soap. All which right. I'm pretty sure dries your skin out, so I probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's where we're at. <laughs> no, I do so much and yeah, <laughs> no. whatever. Um, all right. All right. There's that question. There's that question. That's the first time I've ever been asked that. And it kind of <laughs> makes me laugh because they're going to hear that and they're going to be like, 
see you should have one you have better answer <laughs> yeah right oh um, the other one is have you ever met someone or interviewed someone that you weren't a fan of hmm. um it's interesting i had somebody ask me a version a, a less eloquent version of that question once mm-hmm. um where they were like did you ever like really not like anybody you talked to and, just like, <laughs> and, and similar but like i just feel like that was phrased a lot better um <laughs> Okay, so no and yes. Hmm. Um, I would say that I I feel like I'm a really good judge of people. With five minutes of someone's time, like you really can get a read on somebody. I feel like you probably feel similarly. Like you don't have to spend a ton of time with somebody to see like a good bit of their heart and who Hmm. they are. So I've never regretted sitting down having a conversation with somebody ever. Um, But there are a couple people that I have interviewed that like when I talked to them before and then when they were on a recording that I think they were just a little bit more shy. And I think so. No, I don't regret interviewing them, but I feel like I maybe they weren't represented for who they were and, and as well as they could have been. Um, and I'm never going to answer who that is. So don't. No, ask. yeah, you don't have yeah. to. <laughs> You're going to go back and listen to like yeah, all 80 right. episodes and be like, all right, which one is? <laughs> you can do that. It helps the ratings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say no. I've never regretted uh, anybody I've interviewed or met or talked to. I feel like so much of why I started the podcast was because I love talking to people and I learned so much from them. And I feel like people don't often do that, and they miss out on. Um, what I learned from somebody like you or what I learned from uh, last week's episode is uh, a guy I met briefly in the airport. Um, and <laughs> so like things like that, it's just if we don't take the time and sit with these people and, and know them and let ourselves be known by them, we miss communication mm-hmm. and it becomes miscommunication and we don't get heard as well or be heard as well or take time to listen more. And I think there's a lot of value in that. So to date i have not regretted anybody yet all right cool <laughs> let's hope it stays that way yes yeah, so i'm thinking you've probably interviewed about 80 80 people now and it has to be this one person that was <laughs> like uh you know what i'm probably won't talk to you ever again but i appreciate this you know <laughs> yeah yeah in the nature of like the way my interviews go it's probably a little different than because i know like yeah yeah you andrews and and no prisoners and and you're you're doing the the video and production for there it's mm-hmm. uh it's a different slight um vibe i don't know if the words i'm looking for in that but so yeah i'm sure you guys have people you're like okay maybe we don't need to do that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah right exactly yeah that's fair so thankfully i don't have that but and definitely not today yeah awesome all right cool (laughs) so we're doing good we're in there yeah yeah those are those are some really well thought out questions how long did it take you to write that out um so a lot of them are just questions i've asked people throughout the years and Mm -hmm. these are the ones that i felt gave me a chance to really hear who somebody is without giving them a yes or no option yeah (laughs) so yeah pretty much but would you ever add or remove questions um depends on like how conversation's going there's sometimes that maybe like i'll pull one or two or um add one or two if i feel like there's something leading in a direction but yeah, for the most part, most part, it stays pretty consistent. Oh, cool. But, yeah. All right, well, I guess I'll wrap up here for the people and we can continue. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much, Gilmar. I so appreciate everything and, and your openness and a chance to share a bit of a bit of who you are. Yeah, definitely. And um, real quick, no, I just want to mention... No, yeah, no, you're, I just want to mention, because uh, you said, is there anything you want people to know? Yeah. Uh, so I do have my clothing brand, so definitely check that out at Town Clo. 
we'll be listing okay so yeah i'm cutting you off now yeah um (laughs) intentionally (laughs) okay um i will be listing in the show notes everything oh okay Um, so yeah we're gonna drop uh gilmar's clothing brand Mm -hmm. um and i'll just drop your your instagram account for you and for the clothing brand as well so people can check that out um but yeah if you need uh your new favorite sweatshirt or your new favorite tea or whatever check it out because it's yeah he's doing an awesome job putting this stuff out and and everything Thanks. else you're doing so yeah, yeah. When, when would this be coming out uh next week okay because uh, we also i also want to promote a fundraiser if that's okay yeah please okay. oh my gosh absolutely yeah <laughs> we're just you know we're like real so you guys are hearing all yeah. of this <laughs> we're yeah, real raw and this is what's yeah, going on please yes is. you have the floor <laughs> yeah so um the the company i work for lbk design build i do all of their uh their marketing uh, we're doing a fundraiser with St. Jude, uh, you know, trying to raise a certain amount, I think up to $10,000 trying to raise right now for, uh, to help benefit the Children's Research Hospital. So if you guys want to check out at LBK Design Build on Instagram, the link is in the bio. And if you, I think we still, we're doing a grand opening in April 22nd to be exact, Saturday. And if there's still tickets available by the time this is out, uh, if you donate a hundred bucks, you get an invitation to the grand opening and you also get a chance to win a lecroset uh, pot set which is pretty expensive pot set i didn't know this thing existed until we did this uh giveaway uh so yeah if you guys want to donate even if you don't donate 100 bucks or just spread the word that'd be very very helpful to help benefit children you know <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so st jude's is a children's hospital here in philly right yeah i'm yeah. like it's in philly i was like i know it's well, close by yeah area, it's in yeah. this area um, so yeah, I'll, I'll drop that link in the notes as well too, but right. yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's all I got to say. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this world. My view, your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review, anything from, I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.